Brussels on lockdown for a third day. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. Brussels remains on edge amid warnings of an imminent threat. A reporter there says the lockdown reminds her of Boston after the marathon bombings. The eeriness, the quietness, the uncertainty, the debates about whether this is overkill or whether it's a really good thing. It's so uncannily reminiscent of Boston. Plus, how ISIS spends its money. If your vision of the future is to usher in an apocalypse, you don't need to invest in long-term infrastructure. And we remember the life and politics of Germany's Helmut Schmidt. His views stayed the same, uh, pragmatic, realist kind of politics. What changed is Germany changed around him. That's all coming up today on The World. Lockdown again. That's what you'd be dealing with today in Belgium, where authorities have shut down the capital Brussels for a third day in a row. Schools, malls, and subways are all closed, and we hear they will stay closed until Wednesday. Officials have warned that there's a serious and imminent threat of a terrorist attack like the ones in Paris 10 days ago. Several of the Paris gunmen lived in Belgium, and the hunt for one of them is still on. My colleague Jeb Sharp is in Brussels. Usually she's based here in Boston, where, of course, we had our own lockdown following the Boston Marathon bombings in 2013. And Jeb says what she's experiencing in Brussels is familiar. Definitely. As soon as the language of lockdown and the U.S. Embassy put out a thing saying, please shelter in place, American citizens, that language alone just took me right back to that day in April of 2013 when all of us were asked to stay inside for an entire Friday. And in a funny way, I had the same feeling because I had to decide whether to venture out as a reporter, and I did in the end. And the same feeling of not quite having enough information, knowing there's a manhunt on, knowing there might be a threat, but sort of waiting for officialdom to pronounce things and being told what to do, but really not having a lot to go on. Mm. And so just the eeriness, the quietness, the uncertainty, the debates about whether this is overkill or whether it's a really good thing, it's so uncannily reminiscent When Jeb did venture out yesterday, she came across this next story. She happened to walk past a Syrian bakery in Brussels and went inside. The shop is like something out of a storybook. Dusk is falling, but the display cases in the window gleam with color. Plates of heaping candies and sweetmeats beckon. And the owner, Imad Kakutli, is only too happy to show off his wares. And here we have the nut finger. It tastes very well. Yeah. Here we have mabruma with a kind of pistachio, because Aleppo is famous for pistachio. And here we have uh, mamoun, walnut, this is homemade. Most, most of this is homemade, we make it. It looks so yeah. good. Kakutli has an easy way with his customers, chatting, joking, taking pictures of people for his Facebook page. Where are you from? And we're from the Netherlands. Netherlands? Yeah. yeah. People. yeah. <laughs> I have to give you some like. Kakutli tells me he's had the shop for three years. It used to be called Mediterranean Sweets, but three months ago he decided to change it to The Light of Damascus, Patisserie Syrienne, or Syrian Bakery. Because uh, I miss my country, that's why I, I changed the name. But now he's not so sure. In the last week since the Paris attacks, business has plummeted. He says he watches people look up at the sign that says Syria and then move on. Before this week, they used to come streaming in. See, the customer were like looking at the name and they were wondering and they keep going. 
That's why I was like thinking, change the name, I just want to call it something like French, La Maison de Delise. Yeah, I think it's better for me and for the people. So he called a painter and asked him to change the sign from Syrian patisserie to House of Delights. One friend, he said, just put like something French for people to feel comfortable in your shop. And this is true. And will they come on Monday? I hope so. He is Arabic. I don't know if he come on Monday or Thursday. <laughs> Kakutli is a joker, but it masks a deep sadness. He left Syria as a young man and settled in Germany, and later worked in the U.S. But in 2008, he decided to go back to his homeland and start a restaurant. Then in 2011, the Arab Spring began. Syria erupted. He had no faith in the regime changing its ways, so he left again. I don't know what to tell you. I, didn't, I don't watch the news. I don't like watching news. I don't like watching people.